It is the radio segment that feels so good it hurts. Laser Stories, the segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like every other radio show does, except we have a laser, and those other idiots don't. This first laser story is out of Oklahoma City. A 28-year-old woman named Laura Hufstead was in jail on a minor drug offense. After she met with her attorney, papers were filed, and she was free to go on her own recognizance. And that's when trouble started. The jail guard on the seventh floor told her how to exit the building, but Laura apparently was confused by the instructions. So instead of taking the elevator to the first floor, she pressed all the buttons and ended up on the fifth floor. Go! Somehow. So that's the better option? Yeah, just freak out, push all the buttons, and then get off on a random floor. Do them all. She then went through a fire exit, which has signs warning against entering, and accidentally became locked inside the stairwell. I don't know how people do that. It's literally red everywhere. Yeah. And the thing is, she can't even use the excuse of drugs at this point. No. Once inside, the doors to all the floors could only be opened by the staff. So she ended up being trapped in the stairwell for nearly three days. Days? Days. She was supposed to be released and got herself locked. Whoa. Finally, one officer who was making rounds saw her desperately looking through a small window of one of the doors. She was then rescued. Basically, they just unlocked the door. That's all they had to do. And Laura was given food and water, but refused hospital treatment. Afterwards, she told officers that she just wanted to go home and asked for an escort to the first floor. Oh my God, she's the only prisoner to ever put herself in solitary yeah. confinement. The correctional supervisor said, quote, we're really sorry this occurred, and we put precautions in place to make sure this doesn't happen again. But if she would have just taken the elevator to the first floor... None yeah, of this would have happened. Not a biggie. And not hard instructions there. Well, and who gets <laughs> off on the fifth thinking that's how you're going to exit a building? Uh, a drug addict. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. This next legend story is out of England. A 21-year-old named Kaylee Brown has been gearing up for her wedding, and last weekend was her bachelorette party. Woo-hoo! Fun! One of her best friends is a woman named Harriet Brown, and they've both been drinking. Around 3 in the morning, the party finally came to an end, so the women decided to walk home. Mm -hmm. And as they were nearing their place, they saw smoke coming from a random apartment. And even though they were both very tipsy, the ladies jumped into action. What? Oh, we're going to save the day! Yeah, while Kaylee called 911, Harriet went to the back door and heard a guy yelling for help. So (gasps) she took off her high heel and broke the window. She then unlocked the door and got upstairs and found a guy in his 70s who couldn't get out. And she helped him down the stairs and saved his life. You see? This is, these are the superheroes we need. Drinking is good. No, drug bachelorette parties. That should be the next Avengers that, movie. That literally when they say liquid courage, yeah. Yeah. this is what that means. The old man must have been disoriented because he told the girls that there was also a kid upstairs. Oh, no. So Harriet went back in. What? And while flames were everywhere. She searched the apartment until she couldn't stand the smoke anymore. Luckily, the guy was wrong, and there was nobody else in there. According right. to authorities, the stress God. made him confused. Uh, okay. okay. Maybe go with, like, a cat is upstairs, yeah. not a kid, old man. Afterwards, the ladies were honored by the local fire department. There, it was just an elaborate plan to get some firefighters to a bachelorette party. They were uh, awarded and honored by the local fire department for their bravery and given free drinks to the same bar that they just See, came from. Firefighters awesome. need to drink before they go out. They get, no, help. that is a horrible idea. This next laser story is out of New Haven, Connecticut. The Superior Court building was shut down and evacuated the other day after someone found an envelope containing a suspicious powder. The State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, plus the New Haven Fire Department and the city, and state police all responded to the emergency. After investigating the questionable substance, they figured out what it really was. 
So with more than 30 emergency personnel on the scene, taking more than two hours to secure the area and perform testing, it turns out that the powder was none other than non-dairy creamer. Kapuya, kapuya. Yeah. Yep. Which honestly is one of the most suspicious powders out there. How do they do it? Yeah, really. It's I not deadly. <laughs> the courthouse was reopened once the crews figured out that everything was okay, and the city ended up spending over fifteen thousand oh dollars handling the non-dairy creamer. Oh man. This next laser story is out of food news. Lots of fast food joints are introducing meal substitutes like tofurkey instead of turkey or Burger King's The Impossible Burger. That's awesome. I've heard about that, yeah. One fast food company is just saying no, and that restaurant chain is none other than Arby's. We have the meats. Last month. If you can't change, you die, Arby's. Be careful. They issued a press release promising that they never bring plant-based meals into their stores, and now they're going to be doing the opposite, the exact opposite. Instead of replacing meat with vegetables, they're replacing vegetables with meat. Oh yeah. In fact, Arby's just announced that they've been developing carrots that are made entirely out of meat. Double rainbow. Oh my god. Nobody wants to eat a meat carrot, Arby's. Now it's like eat your veggies. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that is so gross. The carrots are made out of turkey breast that's cut and rolled into the shape of a carrot, covered in dehydrated orange carrot juice, and roasted in the oven. And they put a sprig of parsley in the bottom. See, there you go. And boom, looks like a carrot. I love it. It Boom. doesn't count as a vegetable, Jose. I, no I matter, just doesn't matter what There's it looks like. There's carrot dye on it no. and a piece of parsley. No, it yeah. doesn't count. For now, they're only serving them in their test kitchen, but there's a good chance they could start selling them in stores sometime soon. So if you're anti-veggie, there you go. This next laser story is out of the wide world of get out of my way, please. Did you ever do this? Do you ever do this? Are you doing it right now? A new survey found 27% of us regularly zone out while we're driving. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I get somewhere and I'm, I'm like, like, how did I yeah. just yeah. get here? Did I turn? It turns I must out. have turned. I don't remember. The average is four times a week, and 55% of drivers say that they sometimes feel like they're just on autopilot That's behind yeah. the wheel. That's exactly what it feels like. Well, when you go back and forth from the same place every day. It's always yeah. like to work, and then I'm like, wait. Having a lot on your mind is the number one reason that people zone out. The rest of the top five are being tired, driving the same stretch of road all the time, yes. driving the same route every day, and because driving is just boring. Here are a few more random stats from the survey. 90% of us think that we're good drivers. Uh, yeah, I'm the best. Everyone else is bad. Mm-hmm. All of us think we're good. And that's even though that's 22% funny. of us have had someone comment about how bad our driving is. I'm pretty sure you cut me off, Jose, like just yeah. maybe a week ago. <laughs> I remember that. I'm like, yeah, I went so... by like 90 past Brooke, and I'm like, oh my God, I think that was Brooke. And then swerved in front of me. So whatever. <laughs> I had to take the exit. 49% of us sometimes get distracted while driving, eating, or using our phone are the top two things that distract us. Nah, I use my phone. 41% also have a friend or family member who's such a bad driver, it makes them feel unsafe. That's <laughs> me, nobody likes driving with me. They all say they feel unsafe. Yeah, you I'm like, I'm super safe. <laughs> a lot of accidents, lots of tickets. Yeah, never my fault though, people have ran into really? me. Really, of course, it's never your uh, fault. <laughs> and finally, one out of five of us don't think that we'd pass if we had to retake our driver's test. Oh, I don't think I would. This next laser story is out of nine to five headquarters. Everyone, who can expense things at work has that moment where they debate whether to submit something extremely borderline. Mm. Like, it counts as a business expense if during the lap dance I asked the stripper if she want to switch her insurance provider, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a business meeting. HR yeah. just brings you a stack of ones. All well, right, here you go. That may not be too far off because a new survey asked chief financial officers to name the ridiculous things that they've seen people submit on expense reports, and here are some of the highlights. <laughs> Number 10, a bear hug. 
What? I don't even a bear rug. Sorry, I oh, read that wrong. I was wrong. like, why do you got to pay for those? I said that and I was like, free. that's weird. That's a bear rug. That's another yeah. customer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number nine, a Lamborghini. Oh, a business Where expense. Do you work? Are you kidding me? Number eight, a chicken statue with a top hat. I can see how that could be a business expense. That makes sense to me. It's very professional. Uh, how am I supposed to impress clients if I don't have this in my office? Yeah. That's a good point. Number seven, gambling losses. Number oh. six, a pogo stick. Number five, 59 cents for parking. Number four, a crystal chandelier. Number three, a baby crib. And number two, a live cow. That's only number two? Yeah. And the most ridiculous thing a CEO has ever seen somebody submit on an expense report is 300 tacos. Yeah. Woman, you I are. hope they ate them all by themselves, too. <laughs> I wonder if this guy would try to expense shoes as a business expense. I mean, he does do it every week on the show. It is kind of his business. That's the sound of a turtle humping a shoe, which means that Laser Stories has come to an end for today. We'll do it again, same time, on Monday.